This is The Jerry Callahan Show. All right, if you went to bed last night still not sure about who or why uh, this horrific crime occurred in Waukesha, Wisconsin, uh, I spent hours watching the breaking news, the video. There's so many videos. And, and by the way, there's going to be a lot more because yeah. virtually everybody there had their, their phone out. Lots of parents videotaping their children as they were dancing or playing the, the tuba in the band, uh, the poor bass drum guy. I think he was the first victim. We'll learn more about that, sadly, as the days go by. But uh, if you're like me, you were wondering the motive, the, the perp. Um, we have an answer. I, I thought it was one of three things. I thought it was either you know, international terrorism, a Muslim terrorist. This is kind of the MO in Europe. They don't have a lot of guns. They use cars as weapons. We, we remember the uh, Nice, France uh, atrocity uh, five years ago, which killed, which was a truck that went up on the boardwalk in a, a beach, beautiful beach tourist community and killed 86 people, injured almost 500 uh, it's not to that level, but um, it was either a terrorist or, or an angry uh, supporter, uh, an angry a person angry with the Rittenhouse verdict, which was my initial reaction. Like, holy crap, this is the retaliation. Um, that still could be the case. Or the third one was, uh, uh, you know, just some crazed drug addict, or they kept mentioning, oh, could be on fentanyl, and or or had had a heart attack at the wheel. That was, you know dismissed pretty quickly when you saw that he was intentionally driving at people but we may have an answer i say that i i i hedge my bets i qualify it because the news is breaking every minute and uh we may learn more but uh i should have included this included this on the list carano could it possibly be oh i don't know an aspiring rapper with a rap sheet nine miles long who just got bailed out and um just apparently got in a fight uh it's being uh, called a a knife fight and this was his angry reaction as he left his uh, previous uh interaction with somebody and decided to take it out on the marchers in the christmas parade in waukesha to me it's almost i don't want to say uh it leaves you with this empty feeling it was just one angry guy um there may be two other people who are in the car, but the guy, if you're just uh, waking up, just turning on, just tuning in, uh, the, the perp's name is Daryl Brooks. He's 39 years old. I love these 39-year-old aspiring rappers. But as you... Uh, he'll as you he'll correct, make it someday. <laughs> I mean, uh, don't most rappers, aren't they generally murdered by the age of 39? Yeah, they don't usually make it till 40. Yeah, they don't. That's way past the uh, expiration date. Well, this guy's um, rap name is Math Boy Fly. Do I have that right? Do I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, B-O-I, but yes, Math, Math Boy. Boy Fly. <clears throat> and uh, he's, as usual, a lot is learned from uh, the social media. He's not, he has one thing in his defense. If you peruse his social media, I don't know if you've done this yet. He doesn't um, speak, type, write in, uh, in English. It's some gibberish. I don't know what it is. But if you look at most of his social media posts, they're just gibberish. They're all kinds of, you know, emojis and dashes and letters and numbers that I couldn't quite make out. He's he wasn't happy with the Rittenhouse trial of uh, Rittenhouse verdict, of course. But he's uh, a recidivist domestic abuser. 
big surprise there, uh, with all kinds of uh, um, criminal charges, convictions. Um, he was just, like I said, bailed out from another domestic abuse charge. And by the way, he's being charged with bail jumping. He's being charged with bail jumping. He's facing charges for bail jumping, and he gets bailed out. Yeah, that's a very strange thing. He was just bailed out a few days ago. So I, how how does that? I don't know how that works. It's Can like you revoke oh, we're the gonna, bail, right? I mean, it seems like you can't. I thought you could just clear one out, but not the other. And like, okay, so you'll get a running in front head start. Of the judge, because you jump bail, and the judge sets bail. Yeah, it's very strange. Thousand dollars. I don't know how this all works. I remind you that Rittenhouse's bail was uh, two million, I believe. Yes, I, I could check that. That's right, two million. Uh, Two million. Daryl Brooks's bail was one thousand. He made it. He had, uh, 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 I guess, some kind of skirmish with somebody somewhere. We don't have any details on that yet. And his reaction was, "I'll jump in my Ford Escape and kill a bunch of kids." So, well, let me ask you this: so, uh, I, so you don't think it was he's just trying to get away? You think he was he was pissed getting away and targeting people because he was angry. Yes. They, I, I was watching this morning, some video and some analysis. And they said, you can see him steer at people literally steer. Um, obviously he has to go through the barricades at the beginning. And you could see the famous video that everybody's seen where he flies by the, at the beginning of the parade and a cop on foot is chasing the vehicle, but he starts and you can see him steer toward the poor base. Is that what you call the big drum? Yeah. Bass drum. Big bass drummer. I mean, you know these guys. These are band nerds. These are these are salt of the earth people. They're My from people. Wisconsin. My people. They're your people, and you know these stories are going to be heartbreaking. There are uh, the latest, and it will change probably any before we're done uh, doing this show. But there's five dead, forty injured, uh, transported to six different hospitals. Um, kids, kids included. Here's here's. Two of the groups that were victimized. By the way, he drove by those, whatever they call those majorettes that wave the flags. Yes. You could see him drive by them and steer at the poor band guys. But two of the groups who were victimized by, allegedly, Daryl E. Brooks were the dancing grannies and the pom-pom kids. The pom-pom kids appear to be, you know, like eight, nine children, really young children, just waving pom-poms, aspiring cheerleaders, little girls. And if you haven't seen the, the latest video, it's obviously a crime scene video. It's all uh, roped off, but it's just clothes and shoes and blood in the street. That's the carnage. The amazing thing was he hit all these people and he got away. You know, He got away. They tracked him down. He's from Milwaukee. They tracked him down. They got him. We believe we'll hopefully see him in court today. But he did this kind of carnage and just kept driving. The, they, they, they found the Ford Escape all banged up, big yeah. dents in yeah. it from killing people, you know? But are we really going to find out? Again, I don't, it doesn't make it better or worse, but you like to think that at least in the person's mind, there was some purpose to this, whether it's, you know, oh, I'm a, a Muslim terrorist in retaliation for the bombing in Syria, or Yes, I'm an angry, whatever, BLM activist, and I, I really am a big fan of Joseph Rosenbaum. You know, I'm kind of like, you know, Mark Ruffalo or Reese Witherspoon. I really miss Joseph Rosenbaum. So this is my visceral reaction. Are we really going to find out that he was just pissed off because he had a fight with somebody and he was just pissed off at the world? And that was his answer to kill a bunch of kids? 
And, and yeah, we want to put reasons behind things because then we can at least reason against it. But if there's no reason, then it's just a tragedy with with nothing. We can't come to we can't come to terms with it. We can't come to. Is it, it. going to be? And I know you recall this. Uh, what was the connection for Blind Mike to the uh, to the shooting in Vegas? Uh, his mother was there. Is that do I have that? She right? was. She was running. Yes, she was running away. Yes, I'm running away. I mean, the, the like the, she, the, fell, the, uh, she fell. She fell. She fell, and someone picked her up and like helped her out. Like some hero, she'll never yeah. know who he is. Helped her out of there. I mean, we, we know uh, it, it was incredible, incredible carnage um, um, in uh, Vegas in 2017. Um, we never found out the motive. I mean, maybe the FBI could have found out, but they were busy uh, chasing parents who were angry at the school board. <laughs> right. you know, they had more important things to do and grandmas who took selfies at the Capitol. But we never found out what Stephen Paddock, 64-year-old Stephen Paddock, he fired more than 1,000 bullets and killed 60 people. And you're thinking, that's a, an atrocity. It's insane. It's sick. But at least we'll find out what you know what was his motive. We never found out. There has to be motive too. That's that. It's sickening that uh, that the feds never figured that the feds won't tell us. That's it's sickening. Injured, eight hundred and sixty-seven injured. Yeah, I mean, just sick, just sick, 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 and we never found out. Will it be like that? See, the difference here is Stephen Paddock is dead. Daryl Brooks is alive, and he. Uh, again, has a social media history, but it's a little sketchy. I don't know if you've had a chance to look at any of his posts. I've seen some. His, his Rittenhouse post, I don't even get it. It's just gibberish. Again, gibberish, which you'd expect from a 39-year-old uh, aspiring rapper. Do you have the sound of him talking about his, uh, I'm not sure who who uh, had that this morning, but it is a, uh, yeah, the, 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 yes, a social media post talking about his baby mama. Yes. And it's again, gibberish. Is he talking about the domestic violence charge? No, I think he's no. talking about the charge for um, statutory rape. Oh, good. Right. Right. He talks about how she's, I didn't know she was 16. I mean, I don't know about you, but he won me over. I listened this to this case. a few times. I think I deciphered it. Uh, but do you want to hear it first, and then I can maybe right. help? Let me let me do it. let me do DCU. Okay. Then we'll listen to uh, Daryl Brooks. We believe the perpetrator, the murderer. There are some reports that there were two others. Uh, he was grabbed. Two others with him. I mean, I'm not sure what kind of charges they face. I'm not sure what their connection would be. Maybe they don't really matter. But it seems to me. Like there's not a lot of mystery other than the motive. I mean, we got the guy, the vehicle, you know, the <laughs> we got his his rap sheet, we got his voice, we got a lot. Um, and uh we we I'd like to know more about this knife fight. I I mean, we looked we I already looked at the rap sheet. I mean, this guy is just scum. This guy's just he's he's a really, really bad guy. But how do you go from elite to being a domestic abuser and a statutory rapist? And a and a guy who jumps bail to being a mass murderer, who thinks, you know what I'm going to do today? Just run down a bunch of kids, a bunch of pom pom kids. Well, someone who's who is prone to repetitive violence like that is will just one time snap again, and it'll just it'll just come out worse. I think I think that's the thing. It's like he. It's not like it was one domestic violence charge, and then right. nothing else was violent. No, it wasn't like like oh, I had one bad day or whatever. And that's that's terrible, and that's a tragedy. Um, but but no, this is repetitive. When you see a repetitive, like, violent we, offender, you this type of thing can happen. We learned from Rosenbaum that some people are just born bad, just really bad. And, and I've said that about Aaron Hernandez back before I killed him, is 
You, Some people, you killed him? Yes, I killed. Uh, yes, Kirk Minahan and I killed him, and I'm not ashamed of that. Um, uh, I don't know if his gang members are still looking for vengeance, but uh, hey, I'm here. You want you want a piece of me? Come on, let's, let's go. go. Let's let's not invoke. Uh, let's not get them to no. come after you. Let's yeah. No, You're my meal okay, ticket well, here, Jerry. Let's keep you alive. Hernandez. There was a reason he was so brazen, and like when he committed murder, murdered his friend. He didn't even cover his tracks. You know, he, yeah. I mean, it was a mile, less than a mile from his house. Is some people know that their destiny is prison. <clears throat> they know they're eventually, you know, they might be free now to do whatever, to, to make a rap video or to, you know, uh, whatever, bang a, uh, knock up a, a 16 year old, but they know sooner or later they're going to prison and they're okay with that. It's kind of, they've accepted the fact that their destiny is behind bars. It seems like he might be that type that he's going to run down a bunch of kids, you know, or he's going to go prison where he always knew he was going to go. And he's pretty comfortable there. And he's, you know, among his, his own people, he's among evil bastards, killers and, 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 and rapists. So he's kind of okay with it. Does that make any sense to yes. you that most of us, you or me, you know, my best friend went to prison, federal prison last year. He was scared to death as most normal people would be. I'm going to guess, just a guess and just conjecture that Daryl Brooks is not scared to death at the prospect of spending the next, you know, 20, 30, 50, 100 years in prison. It's, you know, okay, back among his guys, you know, and, you know, in his gang, that's where he always knew he was going. And now there's no getting out. At least I don't think, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of liberals in Wisconsin, maybe he'll get it eventually 30 years from now when he's 70 or 75 or 80, he'll get out, but he's going to go away for a good long time. But we will hear from who we believe is the perp, the man behind the wheel of the Ford escape, the guy who drove at about, I'm going to guess 50, 60 miles an hour past the little girl in the pink pants. I thought they were orange, but I keep looking at it. You want to see somebody at, who, uh, Dodged a bullet yeah. or dodged a Ford Escape. Look at this poor little, this poor, this lucky little girl in the pink pants kind of dancing on the side of the parade. And he flies by her, her and misses her by a foot or two. It just, I couldn't stop watching that thinking how horrifying. lucky that kid is and how lucky her family is that they avoided this. I mean, let's be honest. If he hits her, he destroys that family, destroys those parents, those siblings forever. They never recover, but he missed her. He hit other people and we'll give you more details. We got some details on this, if that's what you're looking for. And we'll also get to uh, the Rittenhouse verdict, which, as I knew, would drive the liberals insane. Not just Joy Reid. She's kind of, she's starting way ahead of the pack when it gets to being pushed over the edge. I mean, she's at the edge anyway. She's a complete lunatic and a racist and a bigot. But we'll get to Joy Reid and we'll give you some of the reactions from some of the celebrities and uh the great, the wonderful, the my my the, the superhero, uh, Enos Cantor continued to humiliate LeBron James. He continued to just just do amazing things, attacking communist China and embarrassing the coward LeBron James. We'll give you some details on that and a whole lot more on today's Callahan Show. Brought to you by DCU. Why do DCU members love their free checking accounts? It's simple: no monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balance, and no strings attached. <clears throat> What's better is that with direct deposit to their free checking accounts, DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Who doesn't love getting paid early? Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They will even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more 
and make the switch today at dc.org slash free checking insured by NCUA membership required. All right, Carano, you are younger than I am and you are a hipper. I mean, you're a music guy, right? Yes. What's your, you're a guitar player, right? Uh, yeah, among other things, but yes. And you're an aficionado. You know, you already told, explained to me how, you know, some of my favorite uh, musicians, singers, they don't stack up because their rhymes are too simplistic. You can't so, you know, rhyme life and wife. me a complex now when I listen to music. I say, <laughs> uh-oh, is that rhyme sophisticated enough for Carano? I, it worries me. But in this case, I don't know <clears throat> my aspiring. I never heard a young Dolph who got murdered the other day. I don't know. He was, a lot of people paid tribute to him. <clears throat> he was at a gas station. I think it was down in Atlanta in a, in a camouflage Corvette. And guys just walked up and shot him. Yeah. And I think they're going to get caught and they're going to go to prison. But whatever. He's, he was, I think he was 30 or something anyway. That's usually what happens. Well, Daryl Brooks, an aspiring rapper, has not been, been shot, killed by yet <laughs> by a rival gang. But he was uh, um, hoping. He, he tweeted out, by the way, a picture of uh, a bunch of cash like on a bed is that a thing rappers do yeah yeah, yeah. They, he's trying to brag that that same post he's talking about he's the best underground artist in milwaukee oh. now people are gonna hear he, th there's a lot of some rappers uh the uh less skilled just rely on ego and trying to say they're best and kind of, say they're the best and kind of manifest that but uh right, well he's not good enough to for anybody to be pay attention to him is why he hasn't been murdered yet flap uh, for, uh math boy what the hell is math boy Math Boy Fly. Are they running out counts? of names for rappers? I yeah, I think so. I I don't. He doesn't seem like the brightest bulb based on this clip that I have. So Math Boy might not be the best. Well, best since I'm I'm not much of a rap aficionado, maybe maybe you can translate, interpret this for me because mm. this is uh, going viral. This is Daryl Brooks, the the man behind the wheel, allegedly of the Ford Escape who murdered at least five people, injured at least 40 people, including some pom-pom kids and some dancing grannies. But uh, let's listen to uh, the genius, Daryl Brooks. Uh, I don't even know what he's talking about, but uh, you decide. I got, I got <laughs> this for you. If it makes any sense. Yeah, here it is. And then as soon as we fall out, all of a sudden, now I'm a pedophile. Let me explain that. 10 years ago, 2006, I caught a case with my oldest daughter's mama. Yes, my baby mama. She's from Oakland. I was busting moves in Nevada. I meet the bitch. She says she want to get down, so I'm pimping on the bitch. I'll take her to Nevada. You know what I'm saying? I get cracked. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know the bitch was 16 at the time. She gave a statement to the police and told them, yeah, she was hoeing, that I was pimping, and, and uh, that she was 16, and that I didn't know that. Okay? There you go. Uh, so so he, he's explaining why he... So he not only... Um, um had uh, intercourse with a 16 year old he pimped her out well that's that what that's what she was saying yes oh so i'm actually yeah. so listening to this i swear i've listened to this like four or five times and my opinion on it has changed again so i thought he was saying his ex-wife or no sorry his baby mama was 16 in 2006 but it's only since they fall out they fell out in 2016 that she's saying when i was 16 he was pimping me out that's what I thought he was saying. Do you understand that? Like that. That's. But it sounds like there are two women actually involved. So I don't know how the baby mama and the sixteen-year-old are are in this scenario together. I don't get it. Um, but I'm, it sounds like. It. But it sounds like yeah. So he's been accused of statutory rape, rape and pimping out a sixteen-year-old. 
And I'm going to send you uh, one of his uh, rap videos right now. Maybe we can listen and uh, you can. Uh, uh, I'm just going to guess that I won't be a big fan of it. He, we got a 20 second clip yeah. of him dancing and singing. And by the way, holding an automatic or what appears to be like a, a machine gun. Um, yeah, I mean, honest to God, it sounds ridiculous to even discuss him uh, as a rapper or as a guy or as a whatever domestic abuser when he's now a mass murderer committing this act of, of just insanity of pure evil. Um, so it's kind of a waste of time uh, talking about you know whatever whatever other things he did in his free time. I would have trouble. I will have trouble understanding how you make that leap from going to be just a bad guy, domestic abuser. To doing this, I mean, you know what kind of people you're killing. They're not some in some rival gang. They're kids with pom poms, and that we're gonna see. We're gonna meet the grieving families in this town. Um, the uh, one of the one of the theories that made me wonder if it was gonna be international terrorism is they've done this uh, again in Europe, and it was a Christmas parade. I don't know if you noticed, but they don't even call it a holiday parade, no, which just... is what they do, which is what they do, you know, around us here in Boston. It would definitely be a, you know, multicultural holiday parade, and they wouldn't have Santa unless he was, you know, I don't know, transgender. They wouldn't have Santa. I mean, because that would offend somebody. I'm sure they wouldn't allow that. Well, there in doubt in old, in in small, well, not small towns, not that small a town. It's got like fifty thousand people, yeah. seventy thousand. Yeah. But in Waukesha, they call it a Christmas parade, and they have Santa, and they were playing Christmas songs, and in some of the videos. You can hear them playing like Santa Claus is coming to town. And as he goes uh, running them down, mowing them down, it's, it's incredibly uh, uh, brutal to, to uh, and graphic. And if, if you, if you don't want to see, you know, graphic carnage, just misery and, 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 and evil, uh, you're going to have to stay off social media because there are so many videos coming. I've already seen a bunch of them. They're not good. No, they're and, rough. By the way, he is he is a BLM supporter and a Rittenhouse critic, so there's no surprise there. But he doesn't sound like he was like active in any groups. I don't think he was in. We may find out more, but we don't know now yet if he was in uh, Kenosha last year for the BLM riots. If he was there when uh, you know when it all went down with Rittenhouse, we'll find out. But I'm just gonna guess. Not a big Rittenhouse fan, but apparently not the reason he did what he did. Again, a very, very uh, fluid situation where more videos and more eyewitness testimonies and, you know, the cops updating it. And uh, um, I guess we'll find out more when he goes to court. We'll find out more when he gets officially charged with mass murder. But uh, it is frightening, especially if you think he just was mad at the world and said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just kill a bunch of kids. And did he record it? Did he? He's he's into these live streaming. Mm, he he's into have. talking to the to the audience. But did you get that rap video? Yeah. Did you want to listen to it? <laughs> Just go ahead, play. It's only a few. It's only twenty seconds long. But maybe you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're wrong. Maybe he's got real talent. Maybe he's he was going places before. You know, he went down the wrong road literally. But let's listen to. Now, uh, ah, sorry about that. Here it is. Boy, fly. Uh, give me one second. I just need to adjust the sound volume here. I got it. Got him looking at me different. I can't miss him yet. AR with a stitching. Yeah. Venom when I kiss him. Yeah. Kidnap you and misses. Yeah. Work all in the kitchen. Damn money by the ceiling fan. Shorty want to take a chance. I'm going to need a cash advance. Only fuck with real gritters. And I've been around gorillas ever since a little nigga fucking on my babysitter. That's kind of it. 
I, can I, uh, will I be accused of being, you know, old man, uh, you know, get off my lawn if I say that's friggin' awful? That's yeah, it's not awful. good. I mean, he's got an yeah, annoying voice. Good. I mean, how were the rhymes? Were they sophisticated? I don't think so. And neither no. is the subject matter. He's just talking about the same old gangster right. bullshit that's like got no nuance. So there must be so many. For every uh, uh, Travis Scott, there must be a million Daryl Brooks's out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who think, who pretend, just these pretend rapper guys who think they're, you know, they're just not getting an even break, a fair, fair shot here, that if they just get their shot, they'll, they'll hit the big time. They'll be like Young Thug or, 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 uh, Travis Scott and they, you know, make their own home videos and they have their bed full of $1 bills and they, and they, <laughs> they pose with guns and they get the gold teeth and, and, you know, if things don't work out, they decide to mow down a Christmas parade and kill a bunch of people, but that will continue. I mean, that story is so damn disturbing and we have yet to meet the victims. That's what coming, you know, in the next couple of days, Carano was, pictures of eight-year-old kids with you know with the tooth missing and the big smile and you know just before christmas just before thanksgiving and then christmas and we're all we're going to try to make sense of it it's going to be like what the hell why 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 math boy fly what the hell were you thinking you couldn't have just uh whatever you know gotten a a, a knife fight with another gang banger you had to uh they had to kill a bunch of kids. It's just sick. It's disturbing. I couldn't stop watching. I couldn't stop trying to understand it, you know, trying to make sense of it. And it'll be, it'll, I guess there'll be no surprise if there is no real meaning, no real purpose behind it. We just don't ever quite find out. He's just pissed off, just in a bad mood that day. <laughs> and you know what that'll mean? I mean, every time you see a parade, at least for the time being, the People next- are going to look over their shoulder. In the next month, uh, or more, you know, next month, there's going to be a bunch of parades around the country. There's going to be all kinds of, you know, Macy's Day parades and local parades. And you're going to be wondering, was that what it was like? They were all just sitting there having a good time, set up their little chairs on the sidewalk and clapped as the band went by. And then they had some veterans of whatever, World War II or Vietnam. And then they, the mayor came by and waved in a, on the back of a convertible. And you didn't, you know, you kind of rolled your eyes and, and, you know, little kids and grannies and, I mean, just pure Americana. And this scumbag goes and blows it all up, literally. And uh, now we try to make sense of it. But uh, anyway, we shall uh, move on and uh, get to Rittenhouse here. Okay. And if anything else develops, I'm going to be watching because I can't stop watching, trying to trying to make some sense of it. Let me, uh, let me talk about uh, my pillow, my man, Mike Lindell, which is a good lead-in. Yes. To the Rittenhouse story, Definitely. because as we uh, were reminded over the weekend, I'm just going to say this, lots of people like to rip on Mike Lindell, and you know, God knows he's been uh, targeted for cancellation by many, many people, but uh, I would say at least in one regard, he was vindicated over the week, or last week, because he bailed out uh, Kyle Rittenhouse when no one else would, when Rittenhouse was uh, uh, in prison, he was in prison for three months, couldn't make bail. That is amazing to me when we now know, in fact, we already knew back then that he was acting in self-defense, but he was, uh, he was kind of targeted by, uh, the mob. And so he was held on, can you double check that? I think it's $2 million. It was $2 million. No, a hundred percent. Yeah. People were running the other way from him. You know, we've learned about all kinds of, uh, phonies out there who ran the other way because you know, big tech said you couldn't tweet about 
Rittenhouse, you couldn't donate to his defense fund or you get fired. And, and there's, there's a couple of great, there's a, uh, I think Candace Owen is leading the group and a, a movement to get that cop, that guy, uh, Kelly, Lieutenant Kelly in Norfolk, Virginia, got fired for sending 25 bucks anonymously to Kyle Rittenhouse. She's trying to get him reinstated and get his, uh, you know, get him back pay and everything else. And I think she'll succeed. I mean, for Christ's sake, he was, oh, he was acquitted. He was right. Mike Lindell bailed him out. And, you know, he'd be taking all kinds of criticism if Rittenhouse were indeed the monster they Absolutely. wanted to Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, he would but be. He was, He'd be under fire. Quite literally vindicated. And so was Lindell. And so was that cop. And so was anyone else that tweeted. I mean, you got banned if you said, I think Kyle Rittenhouse is not guilty. If that's all you wrote, Twitter would take you down. Instagram would take you down, either suspend you or ban you. Yes. That's how bizarre and insane and authoritarian big tech has become. You couldn't literally opine on a story, on a case, even after seeing all the video. If you saw all the video and you saw, thought quite, quite clearly that he was acting in self-defense, you couldn't type those words without after, Twitter even, taking you down. Even after the acquittal, people were, were uh, if they had a big enough uh, account, they were, getting, they were getting taken down too. After the acquittal, he acted in self-defense. We know this. Yeah, I just saw this. Sean Davis, he's one of the founders of The Federalist. He's a great tweeter, by the way, and he's occasionally on cable cable news. And he tweeted out this morning that Twitter suspended him for saying Kyle Rittenhouse did nothing wrong after he was acquitted, after the whole world learned that Kyle Rittenhouse did nothing wrong. The world makes uh, no sense. Again, to uh, uh, hats off to Mike Lindell, who was ahead of the curve on this one, was defending unabashed about his support for Rittenhouse. So, we're happy to have Mile Pillow as a sponsor of this show. Go to mypillow.com and use code word Jerry G E R R Y for huge discounts. For example, the standard My Pillow is normally sixty nine ninety eight, is now nineteen ninety eight with code word Jerry. My Pillow is made in the USA. Comes with a ten year warranty. It's machine washable and dryable. It's the most comfortable pillow you will ever sleep on. Makes a great. Christmas gift. Get it now to support this show and fight back against cancel culture. As I've explained, Mike, Mike Lindell is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob by purchasing from my pillow. Not only you're helping this show, but you're joining in the fight against cancel culture. Mike pillow, uh, my pillow is not in the big box stores for obvious reasons. So you can get factory direct pricing and order from MyPillow.com. Just use the code word Jerry. I got the uh, Giza sheets, which I love, and I know you did. You do too, and of course the pillow. And guess what we did yesterday? We gave Bug the Chug his new uh, oh, dog bed. Christmas came his early. New my pillow dog bed. Yeah, Christmas came early for Bug the Chug. We gave him it, and he loves it. They got great dog beds along with a lot of other great products. Just go to mypillow.com, but make sure make sure you use the code word Jerry. G E R R Y. All right, we haven't been we haven't been together, Carano, since uh, Rittenhouse walked. Friday. Not guilty on all counts. I don't think I've ever seen a case like this. I, I honest to God, don't. It is. It was bizarre to me that this upset so many people. That it became so political. I realize everything's political, but it, indeed, it Dean broke down along racial lines. And for the life of me, I can't understand why so many liberals were angry, particularly when they weren't, jur jurors didn't know what Rosenbaum and Huber and Grosskreutz were all about. They didn't know. I mean, they made the right call. They saw the video. They made the only call. There was no other decision they could make. 
He was not guilty. It was obvious to anyone watching the case uh, at all. I mean, if you saw the testimony, if you saw the, the closing arguments, if you saw the video, you know Rittenhouse was acting in self-defense. Any kind of conviction would have been an outrage, an absolute uh, injustice. So you're watching this, and maybe you're not happy because you think Rittenhouse is whatever, shouldn't have a gun. You're a gun control guy. Or maybe you, 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 you genuinely think that uh, it was an affront to BLM, whatever. But the ignorance from the critics, the ignorance from the angry left was beyond anything I expected. Because, again, it's not just, to, you could literally spend a minute watching the video of all three shootings. You could see the video, and you know, after they caught the lying, cheating scumbags in the prosecution of holding, of withholding the high def video. But you could see the high def video of the Rosenbaum shooting. Clearly, he was running. Clearly, Rosenbaum, who threatened to kill him, was chasing, trying to kill him. Then, even more clear was the shooting of Huber and the shooting of Grosskreutz, who were trying to kill him as he sat on the street. It was incredible, just composure from uh, Rittenhouse, who didn't shoot any innocent people. I mean, he was shooting people who were trying to kill him, including uh, what's the jump, uh, what they call him, jump, jump kick, kick man, yeah. who he shot at but missed. Again, the prosecution withheld his tel- testimony. What was his name? Friedland. They withheld his testimony. Again, this prosecution should face, uh, should be disbarred. These guys were, were lying, cheating uh, dirtbags. They really were, uh, both of them, Krauss and... Uh, and binger just just i mean just corrupt they just corrupt but anyway if you spend a minute maybe two minutes watching the video you know he's innocent you know it there's really no debate but they didn't care they it was like a line was drawn if you're on this side you have to feign anger indignation you can't believe and then you and you lie and you make you have all these canards about crossing state lines and you know, having a weapon of war, a machine gun, as Gerardo Rivera said. First of all, he didn't cross state lines with the gun, but so what if he did? Secondly, this idea that he shouldn't have been there is totally irrelevant. I mean, you know who shouldn't have been there? Rosenbaum. That's who shouldn't have been there. You know who else? Huber, Grosskreutz. These were Antifa uh, uh, agitators. They weren't BLM supporters. I mean, <laughs> Rosenbaum ran around using the N-word on anybody. He was an angry a psycho who just got out of a mental hospital, who raped a bunch of kids. Huber you know, uh, abused women. Grosskreutz uh, 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 smacked his own grandmother. I mean, these were just the worst of the worst. I mean, everybody has the right to be in the in a pub on a public street. So if one didn't, none of them do. So it, that, that I don't understand. Do, do you think that these like these uh, these woke Hollywood folks? And uh, the people in the news, do you think that they are just ignorant to the situation or do you think that they know? I think so. and they're just, no, you think uh, they're just I, ignorant? It's a good, well, I mean, I think it's hard to make that excuse for Joy Reid or any oh, of the she has crazy to know. people yeah, on, on MSNB. It's hard because they, they're in the news. They have to know. They, they have to know. But, but I think you're right. Like Reese Witherspoon Ruffalo. or Ruffalo. Yeah. Uh, Reese, Reese Witherspoon, Pedro Pascal, by the way, Pedro Pascal's on the Mandalorian. Yeah. Same show that fired Gino, Gina Carano for tweeting, and it was this thing in comparison to how things started in Nazi Germany at the beginning when the people turned on each other. It was just yeah. a, uh, I don't know what you'd call it. A, it's, it wasn't her opinion. She was just tweeting someone's observation. She gets fired. Yeah. 
And they never look back. They just fire her because she is not woke. On the same show, this Pedro, uh, is it Pedro Pascal? Pascal. Yeah. He tweet out, you know, how uh, outraged he was at this. Uh, I'll get his exact tweet. But um, here's, here's what amazed me is, I guess you'd say, People like, again, Joy Reid or uh, 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 any of the nut jobs on uh, MSNBC, there's a whole lineup of them. You know, Al Sharpton's on there. They should know better. They should know the facts. Hollywood, these are people who operate on emotion. They don't, I mean, it's, it, 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 they, we make this presumption sometimes that they're, that they're bright, that they're smart. All they do is memorize lines. They don't really have the depth or the curiosity to, to understand things. They just see it and say, oh, this is awful. He had a machine gun. He crossed state lines and he killed BLM activists. And you go, wait a second. You're wrong on like six different things in one paragraph. Did you not pay attention at all? But here's one that just amazed me. This is Maria Shriver. Maria Shriver's uh, 66 years old, obviously. Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife, a Kennedy. She was an NBC anchor, a news anchor yeah. for decades. I don't even, is she still or is she uh, part-time or whatever? Anyway, she, that's in her bio, proud mom and NBC anchor. She tweets out, and I don't, never really paid attention to her. I mean, she, I didn't know she was this stupid. I guess I should know. She's a Kennedy. She tweets out on November 19th, I'm trying to take a beat to digest the Rittenhouse verdict. My son just asked me how it's possible that he didn't get charged for anything. How is that possible? I don't have an answer for charged? him. Charged? If you saw this Susan, from just some idiot. One, <laughs> what? He wasn't charged. This was after a nine-day trial. I mean, if she thought, <laughs> if she said there were four charges instead of five or six, and she didn't know they dismissed the gun charge, I'd say, okay. But to think she, he wasn't charged? I mean, A, you're not paying, this is your job to pay attention to the news and have, you know, be a news person. But how do you not spend five minutes following the case and understand that he's charged? Secondly, her son, and I looked this up, her youngest son is 26. So he's a 26-year-old man. She makes it sound like he's a child. I don't understand, Mommy. Why wasn't the bad man charged? A, he was charged, you dummy. B, he was exonerated, not how? guilty on all counts, because it was self-defense. How hard is that to explain to your 26-year-old son? I was like, Jerry, Jerry must, be, must have read this wrong. There's got to be more to this. No, she said, ask me how it's possible that he didn't get charged for anything. For anything. What she do you mean he didn't get charged for anything? One, she has 2.1 million followers. And most of the people who are responding are great there pictures of uh kennedy uh ted kennedy's in the car off the bridge chappaquiddick <laughs> and all the stuff about what did you tell your son about his uncle ted and i mean just the ne'er-do-wells in her family and all the scumbags she's had I mean, her husband schwarzenegger knocking up the maid someone else asked was this the son that's your son or is it the son that's a maid's son which son are we talking about i mean her 26 year old son says i don't understand why wasn't he charged you know what you say you say hey stupid Read the news. Watch he was something. in court. Are you on social media? She also retweeted uh, uh, the um, a statement from the family and says, this is what she said, this is a strong statement from a victim's family. A victim's family. It's well said and true. Um, the victim's family said, today's verdict means there's no accountability for the person who murdered our son. And she thinks that's true. She thinks that's true. It's it, And I'm, uh, again, is it? 
in this day and age, I hate to say it, it's really not hard. I mean, even if you're watching MSNBC, you're getting obviously slant coverage, but you're going to see the video. You're going to see he's in court. Uh, I mean, it's um, people like Joy Reid is a liar. She's a racist and a liar. She knows what happened in this case. She doesn't care. She's so she's so insanely racist that uh, she made this about race. And you're going and you literally takes a minute to find the racial element. And the other people who drove me nuts were the people who called, and a lot of people did this on MSNBC, called Rosenbaum and Huber BLM protesters. Yes. Or people, or or in my lying congressperson, Ayanna Presley, saying that Rosenbaum was there to affirm the value of black lives when he's there screaming the N-word and challenging anybody and everyone to a fight. You yeah, mentioned yeah, that. Uh, I mean, again, it's one thing to be dumb, but it's another thing to be completely curious to not even want to understand um what <laughs> what happened here what, here's mark ruffalo i hate mark ruffalo by the way just as total yeah, he sucks knee-jerk moon bat in him uh he, he says <laughs> this is unbelievable he says we come together to mourn the lives lost to the same racist system that devalues black lives and devalued the lives of anthony and jojo jojo he calls that him- name jojo he has 7.7 million followers. This clown calls a serial child rapist, a guy who anally raped five boys aged 9 to 11, did 10 years, got out, uh, beat up his, his wife, or, uh, his fiance. I'm sorry. By the way, his fiance speaking at the rally or the protest, you know, with uh, you know, George Floyd's cousin or whatever the guy, nephew, and others. She had a restraining order against I Rosenbaum. Know, I know, he couldn't I know. go near her, and she's speaking about how you know much she loved him and misses him. You mentioned, all- uh, sorry, you mentioned Pedro Pascal. Uh, so this is what this is what he tweeted out. He tweeted out glamour shots of Rosenbaum and Huber, and okay, says, uh, it's- "Hold on, we're calling him JoJo now." Okay, JoJo. sorry, JoJo. Well, I, but yeah. I just wanted I wanted to be true with what this this tweet says. Oh, okay. So this tweet tweet says Joseph Joseph Rosenbaum, thirty six, and Anthony Huber, twenty seven, murdered. August 25th, 2020, rest in peace. Pedro Pascal, murdered, uh, and, is what he says. And so they would, Disney would fire, that's Disney, right? The Mandalorian? Yeah. yeah. Luckily, these they'd people are getting fire Gina, They'd fire your cousin Gina. Yeah, cousin Gina. The lovely Gina. Gina Carano. Fire her for trying to warn people not to, like, turn on their neighbors over COVID. That's all. It was fairly benign, but, you know, it upset some people because she didn't completely buy into the, you know, St. Fauci narrative. She gets fired from her job. She's since taken working for Daily Wire. Um, this guy, nothing will happen. No warning, nothing. Nah, you know, no. Pedro Pascal will throw his support behind JoJo and Anthony. A couple of total scumbags. It'd be, it, it, I mean, it would be frightening to see how these people react if Rosenbaum and Huber weren't total scumbags. If the situation were the same, that. Rittenhouse were protecting himself, acting in self-defense, legally out a gun, did the right thing, shot these people. You'd say, okay, it's self-defense, but, you know, Rosenbaum was a family man or whatever. Never any history of violence. Never if, any. If that yeah. were the case, I, I shudder to think how crazy oh. these people would be. He would have been hung. The, the idea that they're, that they're uh, <laughs> romanticizing JoJo. You type the words, Mark Ruffalo, you moron. You type the word JoJo about a rapist and a scumbag who just got out of a mental hospital, at by least, the way. Jerry, at least, 
least these guys are getting uh, ratioed for tweeting this stupid shit. True. At least that. So what that tells you is at least people know how dumb uh, these celebrities are if they're getting ratioed like this. At least that's that's some you know some small uh, good you know, news about it. I have to say, obviously, I'm not a big fan of Joy Reid, but it amazes me the people who will. And, and by the way, quick mention to Jonah Goldberg and Stephen Hayes, two neocons who quit Fox News. They were Fox News contributors which I haven't seen either of them on Fox in years. I guess I'm watching the wrong shows, but the shows I watch never have them on. They used to, but Jonah Goldberg, that fat load, and Stephen Hayes quit Fox News because Tucker Carlson made a documentary about January 6th that asked a bunch of really good questions about the FBI's involvement. It, it just, they, they took it a different approach to it. They showed you video you've never seen before. They talked to Ashley Babbitt's family. Things he he looked at it, it, it from a lot of different angles, and that upsets the people who are uh, 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 who just want you to follow the official narrative and don't want you to ask any questions ever. These two quit Fox News again. I didn't even know they were on there, but they will appear on MSNBC now. I believe uh, Goldberg already does. So Hayes will too. They'll appear with Joy Reid. This completely unhinged racist but they won't go on a network that employs Tucker Carlson because Tucker Carlson refuses to buy into the, the, the left-wing narrative about January 6th and the insurrection. Uh, I can't, speaking of getting ratioed, I can't imagine how many people are just laughing and mocking Jonah Goldberg and Stephen Hayes today. But let's get to Joy Reid because you know what amazes me, Carano, mm. is her ratings suck. And... It was literally people, I did it. I turned on MSNBC just to see how insane she would get. I thought the fact that she literally, I shouldn't say literally, figuratively uh, sets herself on fire nightly would at least equate to some decent ratings. Like nobody watches, you know, Lawrence O'Donnell, but who cares? He's Lawrence O'Donnell. He's nobody. Joy Reid is, is, a, is a crazy person. She yes. thinks she would attract some viewers, but she doesn't. Her ratings are terrible. She was off last week. I don't know where, some vacation place. So she did her show from a hotel room. Are you looking at the video now? No, I'm just, I was just pulling up the audio. No, I did see, though. She's sitting in a hotel room with her, her laptop, and I don't even know who hosts the show. It's just a bunch of crazy liberals and ranting and raving about that racist Kyle Rittenhouse. They put her on from her hotel room, you know, in front of her laptop, and yeah. she doesn't disappoint. She just goes off, and then the next day goes off a whole different angle about white supremacy and the country's you know, coming to an end because of white supremacy. And I haven't even seen or heard, listen to the latest that I sent you, but she's what accusing is saying that it was because of Jew. Who's the Jewish people she's uh, ripping here. Exactly. Oh, it's uh it's Rosenbaum and, and Huber. So I didn't even know. Are they, I guess they're, <laughs> they're Jewish. And I that's a factor. I, she's yeah. introducing the fact that they're yes. Jewish. Yes. Yeah, I mean, okay. she's trying her best to make this all about race when everybody was white in this thing. She's trying to make it about race. You want to hear it? So what, what do you got from Joy? You got to talk, you're so discussing talk, this? Yeah, so this is the shorter one. So let's just do this. This is the Jewish one. Here we go. Nothing in place culturally or socially to stop the next group of white nationalists, proud boys, MAGA people, whoever they want, to take from this verdict what they want and to use it as permission 
to attack Black Lives Matter. And Black Lives Matter ain't just black people, as we just saw. Mr. Huber and Mr. Rosenbaum are white. They're Jewish. They are also victims and easily made victims because anyone who supports Black Lives Matter should be very afraid tonight. Okay, this absolute lunatic knows Rosenbaum. Unlike Maria Shriver, she's somewhat informed. She knows Rosenbaum was yelling the N-word at everybody. She knows he beat up his girlfriend. She knows he rapes little boys. And she still pretends he's there to support Black Lives Matter. She doesn't sound like, if you don't listen to her words, she doesn't sound like a crazy person. She sounds like she knows what she's talking about. But then if you, if you like, just drill down one level, she is an absolute nutbag. She's saying, she, she uses attack. She uses, if you are, you, are, you should be worried about getting attacked. Black Lives Matter should be worried about being attacked. She's not, like, no one was attacked here, except for Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse defended his life. He should be praised for that. The next person who does this, all I'm going to say is pray to God it's on video. Because if it weren't on video, Rittenhouse would be going to prison right now for the next 30 years, and people like Joy Reid would be celebrating. It was all on video. It was open and shut. I don't even understand why the jury took 23 hours. I've not really seen any interviews with jurors yet. yet. But tonight we get to see Tucker with... uh, Kyle Rittenhouse sitting down for a one-on-one, which is going to be pretty amazing. This will trigger, you know, Jonah Goldberg and Stephen Hayes and Joy Reid and everyone else, because you'll actually get to hear from the uh, from the uh, from the the shooter. I don't know what you call him, the vigilante. By the way, and I heard a lot of this too. He shouldn't have been there. Well, he was there to protect. His hometown, where his father lived, his family lived, his uncles, aunts, where he worked, where his friends lived, he was there because the cops were doing nothing to stop the, the the violence, the vandals. He was there to protect a store owned by what is uh, I believe it's a uh, Indian American store owner. Uh, so he's protecting a store owned by I believe a, a Middle Eastern American store owner, uh, and he stopped them, stopped these violent anarchists all white and somehow that makes him racist but you know what i think kyle rittenhouse was where he belonged it's sick it's sick when the news media they're so corrupt it's sick when when uh when media are making the victims uh in into the perpetrators and the perpetrators into the victims the aggressors into the victims the the victims of the aggressors it's crazy and after the verdict they still they kept doing it (laughs) after the and you go Hold on. We know what happened here. Rittenhouse was a victim. He was a victim of, of assault. People were trying to, people did. They hit him with a skateboard. They jump kicked him in the face. They were chasing him, trying to tackle him. Try, they, he, the only thing that he could have you know, reasonably thought of was that he was, his life was in danger. He was the victim. He sure was. And uh, I hope he does well tonight uh, with Tucker. Um, his lawyer, this Mark Richards, I guess he's a Democrat. He doesn't like he called Donald Trump Jr. Donald Trump Jr. offered to get by Rittenhouse a new AR-15. Hmm. And uh, he called him an idiot. And he ripped the Congress people, including Matt Gates, who said they would hire Kyle Rittenhouse, told, said they were exploiting him. I mean, they're offering him a job. And he's not happy. He went on with Chris Cuomo. That's, I guess, how you know he's a Democrat. Yeah. But he's all upset that he's right-wing. You know, the conservatives are embracing Kyle Rittenhouse. But they're embracing what he did. He acted in self-defense. He protected a community that was under siege. When the when the mayors and the governors and the cops were all allowing the 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 violence and the carnage, he stepped up and protected his community. That's why people are so supportive and want to help him. I know he's, his lawyer said he was going to go to Arizona State. Good luck Ugh. to him. 
Uh, but, you know, what's the harm in offering them a job? I don't get it. But anyway, all right, we'll, we'll watch that tonight. We'll be curious to see how, uh, how the kid does. And uh, I saw an excerpt from it. He still looks like he's 14. He looks like he's, he's 14. He sounds like he's 14. I will never be so stop being amazed at the courage and the composure he showed when they were literally bashing him and kicking him in the head. He not only shot, but he shot the right people. And when he looked at other people who weren't trying to kill him, he didn't shoot. It wasn't like he was sh- wildly shooting willy-nilly. He, he, he shot the right people, the ones who were indeed trying to kill him, and he obviously operated in self-defense. But all right, quickly, let's do uh, – can I do Shea here and then uh, do, do yeah, uh, sure. Enos Cantor and uh, LeBron James? Yeah, let's do that. All right, let's do Shea. We've been telling you about Shea Concrete for a long, long time. Today, we're sitting with the man who makes it all work, the man in charge of the whole place, my brother-in-law, Greg. Hey, Greg, seems like business is booming at Shea Concrete. We're cranking that out, Jerry. Well, uh, I'm, I'm just wondering, what's holding you back these days? We could use some good help. You need people? We need people. How many people do you need? At least 20 people. 20? Well, what kind of people? We have positions driving trucks, working in the production plants, estimating engineers, all kinds. Do you need any podcasters? <laughs> and all we do have the precast podcast. Well, I, I think it seems like a great place to work, as I tell people. It's a family atmosphere. You guys are good to your people. There's a great gym here at the headquarters. Uh, what's holding you back? Why can't you find people? Besides being to work on time, you have to pass the drug test. Ooh, <laughs> you have to pass a drug test. That's all it takes. All right, if people want to uh, come see you, they want to talk, what do they have to do? Bunch of ways. They can, if they want to be a team member, they can go to shakeconcrete.com, fill out an application. They can come to our, any of our offices. We got four locations. They can call me up directly. They can email jobs at shakeconcrete.com. And you'll give them a hat? And you'll we'll give them a hat. Hats. Yep. All right, sounds good. Shakeconcrete.com. I saw a really cool, uh, nice cafeteria here. Can we go have lunch? Oh, absolutely. We got empanadas and chicken. <laughs> Excellent. I don't know what they are, but I'm going to go have an empanada. All right, uh, LeBron versus v- LeBron v. Cantor. We, we, we set this up Friday because they, uh, the Lakers were in town Friday night. And I just have to say my, my respect, my admiration for Enos Cantor grows every day. He just doesn't let up. His latest tweet is calling for a boycott of the Beijing Olympics, which is seems to me to be a no-brainer. You're going to go to the Olympics in Beijing, and we'll do this another day. I don't have the time to really get into it. While you know, you know, down the street is a concentration camp, down the street there are a million Uyghur Muslims, you know, truly marginalized people for all you racial justice warriors in this country. And they're not only being held in in concentration they're being forced to manufacture the crap that uh lebron james and and uh, you know colin kaepernick are selling so uh we'll get to another day but he's definitely uh um uh making the case for a, a boycott of the olympics but not he's also continues to call out lebron james a guy who's a hero to the media the people on espn just idolize him they don't care about Uyghur Muslims either. They care about kissing China's ass, just like LeBron. Anyway, so they're playing. Cantor wears the sneakers, as we he mentioned does. the other day, mocking LeBron in the game against the Lakers. They beat the Lakers too, by the way. And after the game, LeBron's asked about it, and he says, Cantor saw me in the hallway and didn't say anything. 
Well, I'm sorry, <laughs> LeBron. He said plenty. He says something every day. He talks to the media. He tweets. He wears the shoes. He mocks you and President G, your buddy. You're the gutless puke that didn't have the balls to confront him when you saw him in the hallway. Am I missing something? No. And, know, if, the and, two, if the two see each other in the hallway, the one who's been calling out LeBron, it's not incumbent on him to say, you know, let's go, you and me. It's incumbent on the big guy. Well, and cancer, ref cancer refuted that anyway. He said he was in front of LeBron going through the tunnel. He stopped to, I think he signed something for, for a kid or something. And LeBron walked by and didn't say anything. So he refuted that anyway. Said that LeBron's a liar. And he's a liar and a touch. I mean, and this is so great because you could tell it's, it bothers him. It gets under his skin because yeah. usually he's in control of every situation. Usually everyone around him, whether it's players, opposing players, media, fans, they all worship him, kiss his ass. And this guy, there's nobody, Enos Cantor, this guy from where, from Turkey, calls him out and embarrasses him. I love, I love, I love. Have I made it clear that I love Enos Cantor? I think you've said it, yes. I, if there were any justice, he'd win all those awards, the Arthur Ashe Award, the Profiles in Courage. This is real courage. But let's listen to LeBron before we wrap this up. Listen to this whiny bitch LeBron saying that, oh, Enos Cantor didn't have the guts to confront him. LeBron, do you have any reaction to um, Enos Cantor using your likeness on his shoes in his uh, advocacy for human rights? Um, no, I think if you know me, I don't really give too many people my energy, um, you know, and um, he's definitely not someone I will give my energy to, um, you know, trying to use my name to create, you know, an opportunity for himself. Um, um, definitely won't uh, comment too much on that, um, if any, and that, that'll that be where I'll lay that at. Um, you know, he's always, you know, kind of had a, you know, a word or two to say, you know, in my direction, um, you know, and as a man, you know, if you, Got really, if you got an issue with somebody, you really come up to him. He had his opportunity tonight. I seen him in the hallway. He walked right by me. So, oh, 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 I good. I, I say it again. I love Venus Cantor. He just makes him uncomfortable. It literally says it on his shoes. King James. He calls out King James on the shoes he was wearing when he saw him, and 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 LeBron didn't have the balls to confront him. I hope this can. I hope they ask him about this in every city. I hope they ask him every day until, whenever, until the Olympics. What does uh, What uh, does LeBron mean though that Enos Camp Cantor is using his LeBron's name as a as an opportunity? What type of opportunity right. would he get from calling out Nike? It's not going to make him more money. The NBA is going to be against him. I mean, exactly. I mean, he's the one doing. Uh, this is why the media hates it. I, I know you don't have it because we didn't talk about it. But ESPN, there were literally people on ESPN calling out Cantor for embarrassing King James that he's exposed those frauds in the media. I haven't heard like Stephen A, but I guarantee you Stephen A doesn't like this. No, they don't like not. people. They don't like people messing with their hero, King James, but this is beautiful on so many levels. It exposes King James for a, uh, first of all, a, a stooge for communist China. Secondly, a dummy who could never articulate his position on this issue. If he was forced to, you'd say, okay, why don't you call out China? And he'd say, I don't want to give give my energy, whatever that hell that means. You're just an idiot and a coward. And it took the great Enos Cantor, who again, as you point out, he's taking all the chances. Exactly. He can't. He's not making any money. He's lucky he's not blackballed now. There'll be a day that they'll get him and blackball him. But they've taken the Celtics games off of TV in China, which can't make the Celtics or the league happy. No. He's making everybody uncomfortable. That's 
where the courage comes in. This guy's got balls, like big ones. And it, at the same time, it makes LeBron look like a, a total wimp, but which is why I love him. But all right, we uh, we got to wrap this up quickly. How was the live show, the Quantum Week live oh, it show? Was awesome. It was a lot of fun. I thought everything went off as well as it could have. Uh, people seemed to really have a good time. And uh, yeah, it was it was it was super fun. I, I like doing. Make some it. money? Do you make some money? Of course, we made some cash. Oh, yes. good for you. Yes, yes. Thanks for asking. It was very good. And who was there? Any celebrities? Anyone like, I know show up? Kirk Seamus Minahan was there, of course. Wow, uh, you got Kirk Minahan to show up at a live show. That's day. great. You, that you should uh, be proud of that. That's not an easy thing to do. No, it was uh, very nice of him to come, and uh, tons of people. It was yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Excellent. You have another one? You got to do it regular. Is it going to be a thing? Uh, we'll do it periodically. You don't, you know. Not, I don't know when the next one is. We'll we'll think about that after the new year, I think. But All right. uh, yeah. uh, we don't have time to get into the Patriots. I'll just reiterate that three weeks ago I said they'd win the division. Two weeks ago I said they'd go to the Super Bowl. And last week I said they're gonna win the Super Bowl. I stand by it. <laughs> they are they are a damn good team. Everyone else has fallen by the wayside. Buffalo and Tennessee and all the rivals. They are riding high. The Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. Worst nightmare for uh, the rest of America. But Belichick with a rookie QB is going to be representing the AFC in the Super Bowl this year. That's going to be wild. But uh, we will leave it there for today. We'll be staying on top of this and give you all the latest. Uh, If you don't have time to follow the news, we'll do it for you, man. We'll be following the thing in uh, Waukesha for sure and watching uh, Rittenhouse tonight with Tucker. We'll have it all for you tomorrow. Thanks to everybody for watching, for listening, for commenting. Thanks to you, Carano. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we'll do it again tomorrow.